welcome to the Elevate Life podcast channel. We hope this sermon encourages and inspires you so you can go and grow to your next level. For more information about our church, please visit our website, elevate.life. Enjoy the message. Put your hand over your heart. And if this is your first time, we, we put our hand over our heart, not because we say the Pledge of Allegiance, but just to speak these things from our heart. So everybody say this with me. Say, I declare that I'm created in the image of God. I am blessed to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and take dominion. I declare that 2020 is my year of transformation. Things are not just going to change for the better, but 2020 will be my best year ever. I declare that 2020 is double, double for me. Double blessing, double anointing, double portion of good things in every area of my life. I declare that according to Psalm 6511, that God is crowning my year with goodness and my path will drip with abundance. I'm sorry. Wait just a minute. Josh, you are so funny. You're dragging. I'm trying to say the declarations and you're just dragging, you're, you're dragging behind me. I'm hearing an echo in my ear. Just say it with okay me. So right just now. speak along with I'm, me. Yeah, I'm like, doing it. I hear you're saying it right together. behind me. I'm sorry, okay, you're not let's used do to this. having let's a... do, no, Let's do the next slot, Keep the next going. one, please. I, I declare that as I am taught the word of God and apply it, that I am wonderfully well and blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Amen. That was great. Thank you guys so very much. Thank you all for joining us. And it's just really... This is very unique, but I like it. I like it. Yeah, it this seems week, like Josh. you're having a good time just laughing. At <laughs> I do. I, you make me laugh. I guess all I'm just the time. talking in the normal I know, cadence so and rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> Dragging behind you. <laughs> We're so glad y'all are joining <laughs> us. Thank you for being. We usually the have a crowd in this room to That's play. A lot, of, we so do have a crowd. Look right here behind us. This is some of our staff and our team. It's amazing. And um, you know, how are you doing? This has been a crazy week. Huh? No, it it has been a crazy week, and you know if you if you listen to what the prognosticators say, not the prophets, but the prognosticators. See, there's prognosticators, then there's prophets, and prognosticators use their imagination to imagine wrong things, but prophets, people who speak out for God, and I'm not trying to be weird by being a prophet, but by what comes out of your mouth, prophesies your own future. And what prophets do is they speak faith regardless of what they see. And that's why we just thought we wanted to have a faith talk. You, you know, know aren't just, people, I mean, I think even in our own life, you know, you're, you're a prophet over your own life. Exactly. Because there's, there's two different things that we say when we experience anything. The first thing is that it happened. So if you say this happened and this is bad, there's two things in there. One's an objective thing that it happened. The other thing is subjective that it's your decision what you decide to do with the fact yeah. that something happened. So we could say as a church, right? Oh, this whole coronavirus thing happened and it's bad that we can't have church. On, on our end, we're excited because this puts us in a position to really be more relational yeah. than we feel like we've ever been. Yeah. And one of the things we were discussing um, is that when they, we, we learned this recently, that, that when, they, when they're training astronauts, like for being in space and being able to control the ships and doing everything. The first thing they tell astronauts whenever they're, they're training them is they say the most important skill you have to have is the ability to not panic. That's the, as an astronaut in the United States Space Force, <laughs> yeah. the most important skill you need to have is the ability to not panic. And what they say is the only way we can train in you the ability to not panic, me and you were talking about this, the only way we can train in you the ability to not panic is by helping you have authority. And so that, that's, I think, what we wanted to talk about a little bit is this, yeah. this faith and wisdom and authority in our life. And, and one of the things that we teach here is with, uh, with what we call triads. And so they'll, they'll throw one up there on the screen for you. But what we have is a, is a triad that's think, be, and do, because there's three things in every situation that we're in control of all the time. The first one is our thinking. How do we yeah. think about this situation? What's our perception? The second one is our being. That's our attitude. That's the attitude in our heart that we approach life and responding to things that are outside of our control with. And then finally, those two things create what we do, which, yeah. is, which is our actions in life. And I know you wanted to talk about this balance between faith and wisdom and yeah. how, how the thinking, so can you give that to us just like that? Yeah, so if I 
to just, again, when, when we talk here, you know, Charles Finney, I credit Charles Finney with this, this systematic philosophy that I have, okay? Because Charles Finney was the first one he was to, to really introduce what was called systematic theology. Systematic theology was a way to take, theology is theology, it's God philosophy, that's what it is. And he was able to put it in a way that people really for the first time could understand it. It wasn't like some priest up there just saying stuff that didn't relate. But it was like, what's it? So, so the thing we do is a systematic approach to your own philosophy of life. Yeah, because everyone needs, whether we realize it or not, I think this is what we've tried to talk about as a church for a long time, but in this, at this poignant moment in history more than ever, Everyone has a philosophy of life. Yeah. And in situations like this is when that is revealed not only to us, Absolutely. but to everyone else in the world. Yeah, well, if, if you are, and we have, we have the real pandemic. Pandemic? Pandemic, You've thank been you. adding pandemic. an A Well, it's pan, yeah. Well, I won't even go down that road. <laughs> anyway, the real, the real pandemic is uh, a result of really emotional Pandemic. What's pandemic with people is that they're prone to panic. Mm. They're prone to panic. So you have a real fight or flight. I mean, there is in every person, there, you're either a person that fights in a situation, like the situation that happens, you fight, and that starts from the inside out, or you're a person that, that flights, you're a person that flees. And so that's a real thing in every person. So naturally, whether you are a fighter or a flighter, and everybody that's listened to me knows which one they are, every person that listens. And I've, I've always been a fighter, and everybody that's a fighter thinks, why would that person run in that situation? Because that's a real makeup that's in everybody. Now, here as a spiritual person, okay, we're not human beings having a spiritual experience, we're spiritual beings having a human experience, we have to train our spirit. One of the ways that we're able to train our spirit is to take responsibility for our philosophy of life. Yeah, so and when you say responsibility, I, the way you say that, I think is important for everyone to know yeah. because you are, you've always said you're response able. You are able to control your response right. to whatever it is that happens to right. you. Right. So I'm going to pause for a second. We're going to get, you'll, you'll keep me on track. I'm going to try my best. But we were talking to a high level person in government just two days ago, you and I, and I told him, I said, the next time the president approaches you, and this is a, this is a person where the president calls him his guy. So you, or you, no, you weren't there. I'm sorry. I was, I mean, I, I, I was there. I was trying to remember. Some, some, yeah, I know. You're, you're, I know you were looking at me. Like, and I go, yeah, sure. Okay, we're totally talking there. to whoever. Okay, I'm sorry. You weren't in that conversation. Sure, but someone was. I, was with, I was with somebody. And I won't reveal who either of these two people are because, again, it was a meeting that I was in, very high-level person. And so I was speaking into his life, and this is a guy that the president of the United States calls my guy. You're my guy. I said, because he sees you that way, the next time you're in the West Wing and he approaches you, I want you to stop him and I want you to do a five-second countdown in your mind. Five, four, three, two, one. Now, as an athlete, let me just tell you, I, I was a basketball player, and so I would train myself to take the last shot. And part of the way I would do that is I wouldn't go one, two, three, four, five. I would go five, Boy, everybody that's an athlete knows what I'm talking about. Three, you're the, last, you're the person that's going to take the shot. In other words, what are you going to do when it's the highest stress? What are you going to do when it's the last shot? What are you going to do when the President of the United States is in your sphere and you're his guy? Get a five, four, three, two, one mentality that says, I'm going to take action right now. And I said, when you talk to him from now on, say, give me five seconds to pray for you and just do a five second prayer. And he's gonna always say yes. I said, from this day forward, you're gonna be his guy that gives him a five second prayer. So in your own mind, set it up. Five, here comes the president. Four, three, two, one. Mr. President, it's great to see you today. Give me five seconds to pray for you. Absolutely, because he's his guy. So he's gonna pray. And I said, only pray a five second prayer and it'll shift everything. I said, because here's why, here's why. Futurist, I've studied futurist for as long as I can remember in my past, okay? 
One of the futurists that I've studied is a guy by the name of Ray Kurzweil. Ray Kurzweil is the guy that developed nanotechnology. He's the guy that developed synthesizers. He's the guy, Ray Kurzweil used to, they still have him today, but you, you, you would hit a, a, a piano note and you could hit a button on the synthesizer and it would say strings and you would hit a piano note that was supposed to be a key on the piano, but it would play a violin. He developed that technology. Here's what Ray Kurzweil said. By the way, he works with Google now to predict the future. Okay, all cities like Dallas, LA, New York, Chicago have futurists, nobody knows that. They think it's just people in government. Every one of them has a futurist to help them think future with roads and, and, uh, and uh, utilities and things like that to map out great cities. Okay, with that said, he was asked this question and I've been studying him since the 80s. He was asked this question, he said, when does the future happen? Because these three things are always going on in our life. Past, present, and future, they never stop. Past, present, and future is always happening. Beginning, middle, and end is always happening. Spirit, soul, and body is always happening. Guess what, now here's where I wanna dial it in. Think, be, do is always happening. Your think, your be, your do is always happening. So along with pa your past, present, and future, that there's your, uh, you never say, oh, that's my past, I never think about it. No, your past affects your present, your present yeah. affects your future. There's never just a beginning and then a middle and an end. Yeah. Beginning, middle, and end is always happening. Spirit, soul, and body, you're never disconnected. It's a, so here's my point. Your think, be, do is always happening. Yeah. But if you don't realize it, okay, if you don't realize it, so here's what, here's what Ray Kurzweil said. Ray Kurzweil said, it's not so much as when the future happens, it's just you've got five seconds in the present before the future happens. So what's so important about your philosophy of life to take response, to come back to what you were saying, to take responsibility for your life is it's the way you think, not the way your daddy thought, the way your mama thought, the way your people think, the way somebody else thought about you, it's the way you think, the way you be, what you decide to do that determines ultimately, if you could see a math equation, think plus be plus do equals what you have in life. So five second rule. Five second rule is at any moment, I can stop a panic attack. At any moment, I can shift my focus. At any moment, I can walk a different way. At any moment, I can make a more powerful decision. At any moment, I can decide to think better, be better, do better, and have better in my life. At any moment, I can take control of what I can't control by controlling what I can control so that what I can't control does not end up controlling what I can control. I think what people don't realize, what people don't realize about panic and fear and worry and things that we're that we're really experiencing in society right now. Yeah, it's is real. That this, this whole concept of like being troubled and yeah. panicked about something comes from what we feel like the implications are. So it's us looking at either the future and saying, I'm uncertain about the future, so I should buy all the toilet paper yeah. and all the peanut butter that's in the store because I'm not sure about what the future is going to look right. like. Um, and it's the same way, even about our past, that we feel like, oh, because this happened in the past, here's how we need to do things right now. Right. And they allow the negative things that they feel like are going to happen in the future or the negative things that have happened in the past to actually control right. what they do right now. Right. And what we actually have to do is we have to focus on what we're going to do, yeah. not based on the implications of what the future could look like, but what you're saying is we have to decide what we're going to do based on what we want the future to look like. Exactly. Based on the kind of future that we want to create because based on our way of seeing, the way that we decide to see the world, the way that we decide to see situations, based on our attitude, our will, our, our ability to just grit it out sometimes and stick with it, and based on what we do, that will determine what the future looks like. Yeah. So if we go into panic mode in any, situ in any situation, we create a future that's filled with panic. Right. If we decide not to panic, then in our world, in our family, the people around us, they go, okay, I don't need to panic either because obviously this person sees a better version of the future than I currently do. Well, let me, let me explain why we panic. The reason anybody panics is not just because they're wired as fight or flight, but they panic because they don't know how powerful they have to think. 
In other words, yeah, like they're, once, they're focused so much on what on, they can't they're, control. They're reacting. We're focused so much on what we can't control. So we, the only response we can have is to freak out in the moment. To panic or when fear. When really, if you can stop and just think first and, and go, how am I thinking about right. this circumstance, this situation? Not just what's happening in our world today, but how, can I, how am I thinking about my life and my family and when something here, here's the way it works Josh I'm just going to process it I don't have this written out anywhere but I'm going to process it in front of you and God and everybody when we feel like something is uncontrollable that's when we feel out of control that makes sense right so if I feel like I can't control that I feel out of control okay if I feel like I'm out of control then I have fear if I have fear, then all of a sudden now I have anxiety. And when I have anxiety, I start doing exactly the opposite of what God has empowered me to do. And that is to be a person of faith. Okay, so, so something happens that's uncontrollable, like this corona, I mean, coronavirus. It's, well, the fact it's, we're doing church today in a pretty empty room, I mean, this room seats 3,000 people, yeah. and we have about 70 of us in the, in the yeah. room right now. And so let's talk about why we would do that. Is it really, are we doing that because out of fear? Absolutely not, and that's what I want to explain, okay? So again, just see this. What causes me to fear? Something I can't control. Mm -hmm. What causes me to panic? Something I can't control. What causes me to have any anxiety? Something I can't control. What does Jesus say? Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Do not worry. Do not fear. Well, how do I, how do I get to that point? Own your think be do. So again, I'm gonna give you some handles today. Yeah. It's very simple. And this is really com coming back to, this is really about when we, like starting at a baseline level, we need to, to be aware and be intentional about our philosophy of life. Absolutely. So when we, talk Absolutely. About, when we talk about think, be, do, what we're talking about is just approaching every situation in your life with a specific philosophy right. that you've designed. Yeah. And so back to what you were saying with think, be, and do. Yeah, and you can do this in any area of your life. You can do it with your finances, yeah. you can do it with your parenting, you can do it with your marriage. How do I think? How am I going to be? What am I going to do? Therefore, what am I going to have? And be always comes back to your attitude. It always you, comes to the inside. The person that I am is first the person that nobody sees. The way that I think is first what nobody sees. Then it's manifest by what I do in my life and eventually what I have in my life. Like some people can't figure it out. They can't figure it out. Like how do I have this life? How do I have this job? How do I have this person how do, how did i how did i get to this point because you you didn't understand that you have the power to have a true philosophy of life that you can choose to think you can choose to be you can choose to do that will eventually watch this control what you have yeah. so i'm really talking about how how to be a person not that's a control freak but how to be a person that when everything is out of control you're in control. Well, Yandu, you, Kip, yeah. Yandu Kipling said that my son, when the whole world is out of control, you be in control. Yeah. So yeah. like, so like I think about the fact that in situations, you know, maybe that's where we can start in situations like this, where we have propensity and potential to deal with fear yeah. and deal with the level of anxiety, because none of us that are watching, none of us in this room, none of us, no one that we know can control kind of what happens next and, yeah. and, and the virus things and what's right. happening in society. And even with the stock market and the kind of things that we're seeing, um, how do we, you know, our question, my question is to you, how do we need to think? Well, first of all, let's go to scripture, think faith. So God wants you to think faith, okay? Not, you know, it's one thing to say, well, I have faith. No, 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 you've got to think faith, not think fear. Because when you're in fear, you're thinking fear. When you have panic attack, you're thinking, you're thinking, oh, I can't control this. I'm, 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 I'm losing control, I'm, I'm panicking, you know? So, so to th here's what think faith means. Faith, by definition, is believing that God's way is better than your way. So, okay, God, in this situation, I'm going to think faith. What does the Bible say? The Bible says in 2 Corinthians, I'm sorry, Galatians 3.11, it says, the just shall live by faith. So whatever I sow, 
No matter what I can't control, whatever I sow is gonna be what I reap. So in a world that's in chaos, guess what I can sow? I can sow prayer, I can sow encouragement, I can sow hope because the just, what does the just mean? Just is not some kind of super spiritual person. Justice simply means whatever you sow, you don't do the crime if you can't do the time. That's justice, right? So whatever you, and then the Bible says, to walk, for us to walk by faith and not by sight, that God has called us to be people of faith. But I've got to think that way. I've got to decide, you know what, God, I think your way is better than my way. So when I see something that's out of control, and by the way, this coronavirus is not God's way. So when I think that, so, so let's, let's talk about why we're not having a church full of people this weekend. It's not that we're in fear. We were thinking faith in terms of, okay, what God, your, your, your way is the best way, okay? I believe your way is better than my way. So in relationship to everything that's happening, I have faith in you. I, I'm not gonna allow this to, we're, we're, we don't have people in the room because we're fearful of this virus. We, uh, we, we don't have people in this room because we don't just think faith, but the B is we choose to be wise. Yeah, we choose to be wise. So, so I want to. So just I love what I love what you know. While you're looking that up, I love what David said in Psalm Psalm 34, verse four. The uh, the Bible says that he sought the Lord. I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered yeah. me from all my all fears. My fears yeah. And so, how do you know what your thinking is in this moment, in this season, yeah. in whatever situation you're facing? It's like, how do you perceive this? Because if we have a perspective, if we have a perception that's rooted and grounded in faith then what happens is we can be hopeful and we can operate out of wisdom. I think a lot of times, like, you know, our concern as a church could be, it's not, but our concern could be, well, if we don't have service, then is anybody going to care? Are there still going to be people in our church? Are our staff going to have things to do? All these different kinds of things, or what could, what, what can happen, what might happen. But our perception is that we trust God at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. Like in our hearts, in the way that we see situations, yeah. it doesn't matter what's on the news, what, what the regulators say. We're going to submit to the government. We're going to trust all that, you know, that they're operating based on their knowledge and all that different kind of stuff. But at the same time, when we think faith in our life, we don't have a reason to be afraid because we do trust God and we operate out of a trusting God mindset. But our attitude has got to be one of wisdom. Yeah. We have to approach things with, the, with a spirit of wisdom that says we're also not going to, you can't think faith and be ignorant. That, you got to think but faith see, and that, be But wise. that's what's rampant. Yeah. I'm just telling you, it's rampant. And so, again, I'm not going to judge anybody, but I'm going to say there's a lot of people that, that have grown up within the faith movement. And so they have a headache and they say, well, don't say you have a headache because that's not faith. Just name it and claim no, it. No, here's what faith is. Faith is I've got a headache, but I believe God. Faith is there's a coronavirus, but I believe God. In other words, my faith is not to, to disavow that this is real. My faith says this is a real thing, but I believe God. So that's where faith is. Okay, I believe, I, I believe in God enough to pray that God can cause this thing to cease and desist. So it's faith is not like not acknowledging what the truth is. Here, here's what the Bible says in Ephesians. Uh, the Bible says in Ephesians 2, it says, for by grace... You have been saved through faith, not based on your works, but based on the gift of God. So based on that thought process, I want to read you something. So this is out of James. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Now then watch this. So we're talking about faith, right? So let, so let faith have its perfect work. Well, then it goes on to say this. Next verse. Oh, by the way, if any of you lack wisdom, this is how faith and wisdom work together. If any of you lack wisdom, ask God who gives liberally and without reproach, and it'll be given to him. But let him ask in faith. So think faith, be wise. Okay, let's see, without faith, let's say, okay, I'm going through this test. Our world's going through a trial right now. It's going through a very difficult time. Okay. So knowing that this is going to produce patience, patience is going to have its perfect work so that we lack nothing on the other side of this coronavirus is we're we're going to, we're going to lack nothing in Jesus name. Okay. So that's our faith. But oh, by the way, 
You got to get some wisdom because if you lack wisdom, God will give it to you. But watch this. You've got to ask by faith, not doubting, because he that doubts is like a wave of the sea that's tossed and driven. For let not that man think or suppose that they'll receive anything of the Lord, for a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So again, this is how faith and wisdom work together. The Bible says that wisdom, Proverbs 4, is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all your wisdom, get understanding. Exalt wisdom. You've got to exalt wisdom, and she will honor you, bring you honor, bring you promotion. She will place a head of grace on your head, a crown of glory. She will deliver you. And the Bible says, and the years of your life will be many. I've taught you in the way of wisdom. I've led you in the right paths. When you walk, your steps won't be hindered. You'll run and you will not stumble. So when coronavirus or things happen in our life that are uncontrollable, it, it's a test of your faith. So let me say it a different way. It's a test of your thinking. When bad stuff happens, it really reveals what your philosophy of life is. Are you a reactive person or a proactive person? In other words, are you a person that, that reacts? Are you a person that, that, that is always going to have the tail wagging the dog? Or are you going to be a person that says, no, you know what? I am saved. I'm delivered. That's what saved means. It means to be fully delivered, whether it's in the coronavirus, whatever it is. I am saved by grace. What's grace? The power of God to do things God's way through faith, believing that his way is better. So we are going to be saved by, by, by grace, his power, but through faith. One last thing, and then I'll let you, we'll, we'll continue on. The Bible says this in Second uh, Peter 1. May God give you more and more grace. Everybody say double, double. Double, double. Not just grace, but more grace. Oh, by the way, and when you get more and more grace, you believe that, hey, God's way is better than yours. That's faith, grace. Okay, God, I have the power to do things your way. He says, then you get peace and you grow in the knowledge of God by his divine power that's given you everything that you need for a godly life. And I love this. We have received all this by coming to know him, the one who's called us to himself by means of marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he's given us these promises. What promises? That not only we will escape, the Bible says, the world's corruption that are caused by human desires, but in view of this, we are to supplement our faith with wisdom. So I've got to think faith and then I've got to supplement my belief in God by choosing both faith is a gift and wisdom is a gift. Say, God, you know what? I need your gift of faith. I need your gift of wisdom in my life to believe things your way, not my way, in the midst of this uncontrollable situation, to have faith in you, to trust in you, no matter what, what's happening here, I hold on to you, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make wise decisions. I'm not going to, I'm going to be a wise person. I'm not just going to allow this uncontrollable thing to, to get me out of control. And then if you do, if you, if, if you think faith, if you if you be wise, okay, God, I need your wisdom. Remember, the Bible says, if you like it, ask God. In this season, ask God for his wisdom. He says, add to your faith wisdom, then you'll do excellence in your life. So the think, be, do looks like this. And this is very powerful. Think faith, be wise, do excellence, and you'll have authority. Mm. So what the astro, what the, what the book said, what, which book is that? Is Astronauts, that in the obstacles, the way. So he, the obstacles, yeah. the way. So, what they so tell think about is, this. Say that one more time in the context of what yeah, I just so, said. So what they tell them is that the way to create authority. Yeah. Okay. The way to, the way to, well, the way to avoid panic is to create authority. The only way to create authority is to practice. So go backwards. So if you, if you want to not panic, you have to take authority. You have to have authority. If you want to have authority, you need to practice. And what do you need to practice? You need to practice thinking faith, being wise, doing excellence to the best of your ability, then you'll have authority. So the reason the room isn't full of people today is because we're wise. Yeah, because we're being In other wise. words, based on, we, we yeah. listen to what, so, so listen, I have, if I get sick, I mean, I had two heart procedures this year, you know that. If I, if I get sick, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to think faith, but I'm going to be wise. I'm going to do what yeah. the doctors say. That's wisdom. Well, too many people, so, I think, 
they, they, there's this really cool French word. It's called sangfroid. Sangfroid is, it, the, the literal definition is cold blood. It means, to, it means coolness under pressure. Ooh. So it's the ability to keep your head while you're losing your shirt. And, and what we need to have, like some of us, I think, sometimes confuse emoting about a problem with solving the problem. So like if I'm really consternated, like if I'm stressed, if I'm thinking about it, if I've got anxiety, I'm somehow making progress. You make zero progress. What we have to have- The Bible the, says you don't add one cubic inch to your own height you or anything else by yeah, worrying. Jesus said that in Matthew chapter six. And so, so the worrying about a problem, yes, there are things that worry all of us, but the worrying about a problem does not move the ball down the field one inch. What will move the ball down the field in our lives, in our families, with your kids right now, with all these things that are happening in our world that are out of control. We don't know what's going to be on the news tonight. We don't know what's going to happen next in society. But we do know how we're going to always respond to those yeah. things. And that's what building this framework is, is I'm always like kids, family, whatever. This is one thing that you've always done with us. I'm always going to think faith. I'm always going to believe that God is telling a great story. I'm always going to believe that God's working all things together for our good. That's you, it. So, so stop right there. That's it. See, the thinking faith, the end, okay, so from, okay, God, I believe your way is better than my way. But the, the end of, of thinking faith, when the person believes they were going to be healed and they died, the, the end of thinking faith, when you thought this was going to work out and it didn't work out, the end of thinking faith, I mean, where the buck stops is, it didn't work like I thought. But here's what I have faith in. All things work together for my good. Then, to those that are, in other words, that's still, so, yeah. so the end of, at the end of my faith is not that it worked out. At the end of my faith is I chose to be wise. I made wise decisions based on my faith. I did excellence. In other words, what is, what is wisdom? Wisdom is the ability to differentiate between good and best. So I did the best I could do and, I, and, and now I've got authority. What, what kind of authority do I have? That no matter what the situation says, I think of Auschwitz. I think of the, the book, uh, Man's Search for Meaning. Uh, Victor Frankl said, when the German looked at him and said, and, and the guard looked at him and said, we've killed your wife and we've killed your family and we've taken your life. And he looked him back in the eye and he said, but you cannot make me hate you. That's a man who's thinking faith, being wise, doing excellence. And in that moment, he has authority when he has no positional authority. Yeah. Authority from the inside out to say, here's how I'm choosing to think. Here's how I'm choosing to be. Here's what I'm choosing to do. And I have authority. Yeah. And the authority that you can have in the midst of this coronavirus is to, you say, where does thinking faith starts? Start by putting your faith in God. To say, God, you know what? So much is out of control. I mean, if he can, we're, 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 we're right now in the earth. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's the fullness thereof. It's spinning on an invisible axis. There's 24 hours. The Bible says weeping only lasts for the night. Joy comes in the morning. That's always a promise. We don't go from glory to glory. We go from glory to glory. This is me thinking faith. And we're suspended in space right now, sitting in these chairs in a universe controlled by God, why not just go, God, I, 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 just, I just choose to trust you. I, in this situation, I don't know what else to do, so I choose to trust you. And one of the best things you can do is to get around faith-believing people that come into agreement with you and will pray for you. And guess what? Like I said, I was telling one of my daughters recently, one of your sisters, they were going through a tough time. And I said, here's what I, here, I'm sorry, everything that, ha that has happened has happened that was not supposed to happen. But here is the, here's where the buck stops. All things work together for good. Yeah. That's thinking faith. Not, well, it's supposed to, that, but that wasn't supposed to happen. I can't believe it, it was supposed to, I believe God and God didn't come through. No, then, then here, here, here's what it is. You hit the wall and here's what's written on the wall. All things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. How could you work this for good? I don't know. He just always does. Yeah. And so it, then if I can think faith, I have a chance to be wise. Yeah, to be wise and to operate with understanding that oftentimes God's thought process and our thought process, God's way of feeling and our way of feeling is often different. So I have to seek 
how God would feel, what God wants me to feel in this situation. And I have to act the Bible. We've been using it throughout this week, but 2, Corinthians, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind, self-discipline, the ability to act rationally and logically and be able to go, there is a way forward here and I'm going to not be hopeless in my heart. I'm not gonna have a feeling of just despair in spite of what's happening around me, but I'm going to control how I feel and, and it, using wisdom in my, in my own life and then doing things with excellence so that I can have authority. Josh, let me, let me say this. This was one of the hardest things for me personally. You and I talked about it. I oh, the said, service? No, yeah, saying yeah, we're not going to do a service. You know why? Because I'm a warrior. It's like, it's like, you know what? Hey, I, I press through stuff. I mean, I, it's like I'm going to do everything I can do to make stuff happen. But guess what? Guess what needs to trump everything? Wisdom. No matter what my, so in other words, when, when I honor authority, listen, this, this coronavirus thing is not going to be politically solved. This is not, it's a, it, this, we, we have to listen to the science and believe God. We have to believe God and take medicine yeah. if we're sick. You know, now you can do whatever you want, but I'm just telling you, I'm going to be wise. And it was the hardest thing for me. I struggled with it. I woke up this, you know, today thinking, I, I wish that room was going to be full. But the truth is, I believe, here's my belief, my belief is on the other side of the, this coronavirus, on the other side of your struggle, on the other side of every problem that you have, if you'll put your faith in God, the Bible says the best is yet to come. And, and how does it say that? The Bible says that God is gonna work all things together for your good, that his thoughts towards you are good and not evil, even in the midst of an evil world, and that he has a great future and a hope and an expected end. And so every sick person I ever see, I'm gonna think faith. I'm gonna lay my hands on them. I'm gonna believe God for their healing. But if God doesn't heal them, then you know what? I hit the wall. Man, that didn't work out like I thought. I prayed all the way, I fasted. God must be working but something. But you're still in control of how you think. Exactly. And you're in control of how you be. And ultimately what you do, which excellence I think for us in this conversation is just do the best you can with what you have Absolutely. every day. Just do your very best. Take, take the best actions. Do the best things that you can do. Set yourself up for success the best. You know, for us as a church, what we did was we spent, we've spent hours this week preparing for this moment, hours. preparing for this weekend, preparing for the future. We're going to do our very best to love each other, to serve each other, to create great environments for us to be able to connect. We feel like there's so many opportunities for us in this season, like never before to keep the main thing, the main thing. You know, it really causes you stuff like this, causes you to slow down and go, what are we doing? Like the whirlwind of work kind of stops a little bit. Well, it causes you to slow down to and, and, and not only look at what you're doing, but for us, to ask how can we do it better? Yeah, how can we do it better? And you know what? One of the things we're going to do better is be better, a better, create a better online experience. Yes, we're going to create a better experience inside, outside, around the world. But how to not panic? You need to have authority. Mm. And how to have authority is you got to think faith. You got to be wise. You got to do excellence, which is do the very best you can best every you can. day. And then you will have authority and confidence in every situation that and you And by face. the way, let me tell you where authority starts. Authority starts on the inside of you with a Godfidence. In other words, my authority is not positional. My authority is, you know what? You God is for me, yeah. who can be against because me? Because you think faith, you, you be wise, yeah. and you're doing your very yeah. best, and you yeah. know God's gonna take care of the Yeah, rest. so people, people say, let me, let me give you something really practical. And I'm gonna, give you, I'm gonna give you one example, and then we're gonna be through. But there's, there's a man by the name of Japheth that's, that's mentioned both in the book of Judges, and he's mentioned in the Hall of Faith in Hebrews, the 11th chapter. And he's mentioned there uh, as somebody that God used mightily, okay? And he put his faith in God. In fact, of all the judges, including Samson and Deborah and all the judges that I could mention in the book of Judges, the bottom line is he was the one man that turned to God more than anybody. He put his faith in God and he wrought great victory on behalf of God. And then he did something very unwise, Josh. After he defeated the Amorites, he was so excited, so filled with faith. He goes, the first thing that comes out of my house, I'm going to sacrifice it to you. And his daughter comes walking out of his house. And the Bible said that his heart was stricken because he made a vow with God. And here in the middle of his high faith, he made a very unwise decision. 
and ended up offering his daughter to God. And so here's what I want to say to you. Don't just be a faith person. Don't just think faith. Be a wise person. And the way that you are wise is to say, okay, how do I, how do, I do wise? I do my best. I do my best. And because I did my best, I lay down at night. I used to tell your mom that's sitting right back there, she was my girlfriend for eight and a half years. And she, you know, I've told this story over and over, but she, like, she would break up with me like six times in eight years. <laughs> and finally I resolved, it was about the fourth time. And I told her this, I said, let me just tell you something. I know, I'm not sure like what you're looking for, but there's not gonna be any guy like me. There's not gonna be a guy that opens the door for you. Most guys walk in front of women. They're not even aware of where they're, they're I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to celebrate you. I'm gonna, but you know what? Here's what I know. You can be the beneficiary of that or somebody will. Because I'm going to be that kind of person. And I wasn't saying that to spider. I was saying that to say, here's who I'm choosing to be as a person. Okay? Now, here we are all these years later, 530 months later. We're here. We're getting to do kingdom together. But here's what I had to resolve in some of our most tumultuous times. Here's who I am as a person of faith. And here's the confidence that I have that I know that I can bring this to a person. And if you're not that person, I know somebody will be. That means God's got somebody better for you and better for me. It's this way, this think faith, be wise, do excellence, have authority, starts from the inside of you that says, okay, this is the kind of person I'm gonna be. And then when something doesn't work out, that just worked out. And I'm so glad it did, by the way. But that, that happened to work out. But if it hadn't worked out, it would have worked out with somebody. Here's what I'm telling you. In your life, it may not always work out with them, him, her, or that, but God will work it together for your good. And that's the authority. That's the authority. So y'all want to help me? You got to think. Come on. Well, they really learned it. I hope you guys got it better than them. Maybe y'all could say to them, you got to think. You got to be. You got to do. Excellent. And what does is, what is doing excellence mean? Doing your best. The best that you can. Yeah. The best that you can. If you don't do the best you can on your job, then guess what? You may not have a job. If you don't do the best you can in your relationship, you may not have that relationship. If you, in other words, if you don't do the best you can, faith and wisdom is not working in your life, and therefore you'll never have authority. So I just speak over you, you'll have authority. I speak over you, you'll have authority. Get your think, be, do right. This is our faith talk. Think faith. God, your way is better than mine. You can say that right now. Just say, Lord Jesus. Come on, say it with me. Lord Jesus, I turn my life over to you. I give you my past, my doubt, my unbelief, my sin, my shame. I give you my all, my heart. Help me with my thinking. Watch this now. Our thinking is our mind. Help me with my being. That's my heart. Say, so help me with my being. Help me with my being. Help me with my doing. Help me with my doing. That's my hands. So you can see it. Think, be, do. Mm -hmm. And then in life, I have the authority of God in my life to make the impossible possible. That's Amen. the way it works. That's awesome. That's good stuff, isn't that it? That is good. So, so if, you're, if you're watching, like if you're watching today, and, uh, and there's anything that we can do with you, do for you as a church. We can pray with you. Yeah. Anything like that. You can, you can download our app. You can fill out that connection card. You can message. You can email prayer at, at elevate.life. Uh, we, do, we do have so many resources that we can make available to yeah. you. If you're watching at home right now and you don't have anybody around you, there's a lot of ways for you to plug in. You can go to our app and find those out. You can join a local watch party. You can join a small group. We're still doing all those things. You need relationship. You need people around you yep. that are going to be faith-filled friends that help you think faith. Faith people. They're going to be wise people that help you be wise and help you do things to the best of your ability. And our church is full of people like that. So let us help you get connected and get plugged in. And we're so glad that you've been with us today and watched, watched us today. If you're at a watch party, your, your watch party leader can help with a lot of these different things too. They're, they're more than equipped to be able to help you take your next step. And let's talk a little bit about our, our church family, about yeah. what we need them to be doing in Absolutely. this season. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you to our team. Yes, thank you, thank guys you. for being here. I love you Give very much. Give yourselves a hand. Y'all are awesome. You're amazing. You are, you are 
one of our most important concentric circles. Um, but, um, but you know, one of, the, one of the opportunities that we have as the church is to be the church. We're not just a church, we, we are the church. And so in, in, in being the church, Josh, God really, it's his heart that we bring all the tithes into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house. That's what the Bible says. We honor the Lord with our first fruits. We honor the Lord with our giving. But then he says, bring it into the storehouse so that there's food in my house. And why is that? Because God wants his church to be a storehouse for the earth. He wants his church to be a resource in the earth. And you know, uh, Well, the John- book of Acts tells us in, in the book of Acts, Bible says that the church in dire circumstances, I mean, if you know about church history at that time in in the world, it was just persecution and all of that. And in that, in that season, they gave so that there were no needs in the church. We believe that right, right now in this season of the world, that the church in, of, of Jesus Christ in the earth has the opportunity to serve more people than ever, love more people than ever, bring more hope than ever. And, and what it takes is it takes us being involved and us being willing to give enough so that there, there, won't, be, there won't be any needs. Not in our sphere. Yeah. And, and you know, I think that's the thing, Josh. We want people to come to the house of God because that's where you find community. Co-unity. Unity comes, community comes from co-unity. It comes from coming together. And there's something about that. But in situations like this, we're still coming together, even though there's, there's still more than one of us here. We're, we're still... We're still in the same house, just the rooms are a little smaller. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I say that because here's what I want you to... Here's what I want you to understand, that, that God has called us to be his hands and his feet and his heart to the world. And so that's what, that's what we continue to want to do. So we're just talking to our family. If you're new with us, this doesn't relate to you unless you want it yeah, to. Don't but, feel any pressure, yeah, obligation. Yeah, we just want to encourage you to, to, you to honor the Lord with your first yeah. fruits, honor the Lord with offerings. Yeah. But if you call Elevate Life your, your home church, can you, just, can you do something for yeah. us? Yeah. And that's the best thing you can do right now is you can set up recurring giving. You can go on PushPay, you can go on our app and you can set up uh, automated giving so that we can make sure that we're responding to every need that arises because we're very early in this process in America. Yeah. Uh, it's been happening since January in the world, but, but we need to be able to respond immediately to things as they arise. And, and, and we're just telling you, if you set up recurring giving right now, automated giving, we'll be able to do that whenever, the, whenever those things happen because it's not just these things that are happening in America. Yeah. It's like it's around all, the world. All People over that we're the world. We, we have a last weekend actually in church, we talked about our friends, the Camerons that are in Moldova that support or- Orphan's Hands. And literally the night that, uh, that President Trump enacted the travel ban from Europe, they were in, or they, I don't know, I haven't heard from them. They still are in Moldova. Yeah. And Andrew Cameron, who's, who's Philip Cameron's son, texted me and, uh, and he said, hey man, just, it's crazy right now. We've got all these kids that we're responsible for that we're watching. There's no gas at the gas stations. Moldova is, as a country, not equipped to deal with any of this. We're not able, they had flights scheduled that they weren't even able, even able to get out. Um, they're running out of food in the grocery stores. They're not being restocked. Like in America right now, we're getting restocked, uh, but they're not even being restocked. And so all over the world, people, ministries, communities are going to need the church. And we're going to respond to that as much as we possibly can. We're going to partner with our local outreach partners. If, if, if students in high schools, which is the very real concern, if these high schools, yeah, if these schools cancel any, any further school, then there's so many people, even in in our city and in our community that are going to be food insecure. And we're just not going to allow that. We're not going to allow that to happen as a church. We're going to do everything we can to partner with Frisco Family Services and Samaritans Inn and McKinney and all the different ministries that we support to make sure that those things happen. And we're going to tell you about them. But if you give right, if you give right now in this season, if you set up that recurring giving, then we'll just be able to take advantage of that all the time. I I would encourage you in this season to give over and above because we're going to do over and above as a church. You know, uh, Pastor Keela, my daughter sent a picture that really touched me and it obviously moved her, but of an elderly person in a store in America where all the shelves are empty. It's like, and can I just tell you, first of all, we're going to address, we're going to, as much as, as within our sphere, address some of the 
the, the things that relate to our community and way beyond our community to help people. But it really like raised my level of awareness, even in this area, for people that are older that really need help. And so we're- Yeah, because the highest risk, the highest risk yeah. of, of- Are people uh, my age. Are people 60, 60 yeah, and older. That's right. Yeah. That's why nobody's in the room, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, but seriously- <laughs> I mean, that really is why though, but- no, not because I'm 60. <laughs> well, no, because we're nervous about Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, son. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. I'm being weird. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Anyway. He's usually not here for these moments. So, <laughs> so I just want to encourage you as a part of our family. Let's, here's, here's, here's what I want to be more intentional about than ever before. We've been pretty intentional. I mean, we just paid off $2.2 million in medical debt for our area. Uh, in Collin County, but I want to be more intentional than ever. And as as crisis happens, and people who aren't able to help themselves, that we are the hands and feet of Jesus, the heart of Jesus. And so, just know that's our heart. And thank you for giving. And yeah, there's, so, a, there's a giving button. They so click we on have uh, we we've always said we have we have four ways to give. Uh, really, we have one way to give right now, and yeah. that's that's online. And uh, we're not going to pass buckets in this room or, or do offering boxes, but, but we want you to give online. You can give through our app. Everything's online giving right now. Just help, help us help people. The government's going to do a lot for everyone else, small businesses, all that. But we believe that the church is the hope of the world, and we're going to continue to be that. Yeah, and I appreciate what uh, Governor Abbott said this week. I think it was on Friday. But he said, um, listen, I, can I just tell the people of Texas something? Don't run out to the stores and think you got to stock up on groceries. He said, I promise you in the state of Texas, we're going to be able to restock all the shelves. He said, just don't panic. Even our own yeah. governor. Don't panic because you got to think faith, be wise, do excellence, yeah, yeah. and you'll have authority. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, just, just let's, let's be people of faith and be wise. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to our channel on iTunes and YouTube. That way, you know when a new sermon has been uploaded. Also, if this message has impacted you and you want to contribute to help us reach more people, feel free to go to elevate.life forward slash give. We look forward to seeing you here next time.